Hey, it's the Meaty Matrix podcast. I'm Pan- I'm Leo from the Matrix, and who are you people? I'm Mobius. Oh, that's me. I'm, I'm Chickadee. Oh, yeah, that's Chickadee. Yes, I'm Qui Gon. That's no, that's not part of the thing. You no, 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 restart, restart. No, you're <laughs> too, in too deep. You have to keep going. What? What's your name? I'm Agent Smith. What'd you what'd you call me, Pan? You said some, your name was something different just seconds ago, but I don't know. Yes, it's us. No, this literally just fell apart. This like, is now. This is now. We're having no, a meet. No, it's no. In honor of the Matrix anniversary, the 20th anniversary, we're celebrating the Meat Tricks. Everyone, go on YouTube and look up the Meat Tricks. It's basically, hey, uh, you, uh okay, I don't know. Did you? <laughs> crap. <laughs> Very an, excellent job. This is the worst start. The Matrix. This is not ever. the worst start. Look, not after the last podcast in which we we did small penis humiliation at Mickey whoa. Mouse. No, this is no. not the worst. Hey, hey, but look. What, if you what, go what, on, what, guys, guys, if you go on YouTube, you'd you'd find this uh, flash cartoon from like 2003 that tells you about the Matrix, and apparently we should stop supporting the factory farms because there's other alternatives. Because Mobius has told me there's other ways to do this. Mm-hmm. Movies. The Matrix has won eight awards too, including the Sundance. Yeah, you know, the Matrix I... is like it's real stuff, man. Yeah, it's like I mean, yeah. If you go on the website, which is still up after like twenty years, it won a Sundance award somehow. We don't know how. All these other <laughs> awards that I don't recognize. Count me in. <laughs> So how do we stop a Mobius? We are going to spread the word, but it's you, the consumer, who has the real power. Don't support the factory farming machine. There's a world of alternatives. And I'll show you what you can do to escape the nutrients. Well, like, it even has a section to where you can download assets between the script, <laughs> cutouts of the characters, and I think even the own movie. Uh, as long as you're a teacher or advocate, you can use it. So yeah, although yeah, if you educator resources, you can you can download the transcript, the movie transcript. So if you want to read it out in front of the class, you can do that. I mean, look. Although if you lie lie and you're not a teacher, like they do send uh, agents after you. Really? Yeah. Shit. Like they can't fucking stop you. No, you, they don't send them after you. They just turn you into an agent, and you just like do that, and you're just Agent Smith now. <laughs> Well, the best part is they're all different characters except for Agent Smith. It's just straight up Agent yeah. Smith. Yeah, he is just called Agent Smith. Yeah, like, the, like there's Leo, Mufius, Chickadee, and Agent Smith. Like, uh, according to the website, they just literally ripped Agent Smith off this website. Uh, I was saying it. I just love that they just gave up. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they just stopped with the names and they were done with it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, look, we, we, we couldn't think of a good name. Like, try to come up with a, a farming-related name for Agent Smith. Agent... Do not say the one you suggested before we start recording. What's so bad about Agent Blacksmith? There's blacksmiths on a farm. Is it's not a farm thing. It's kind of close. There's organ, like, the organ trail. Like, there's farming. There's, there's you know, blacksmiths. They, they build, they hammer stuff. They hammer a sword. And it till, until it's like red and then they dip it in water and it goes smoke. What? Okay. <laughs> I would love to see you become a blacksmith for a day. <laughs> That's how it's done. You know, you've seen that guy on YouTube who does like props, man of arms, I think. He's cool. 
Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him. What what is this? He makes props? Yeah, he makes like yeah, yeah, props he, like, based makes... off movies. Yeah, oh. like he's made the Master Sword, the Shovel from Shovel Knight. He just like takes uh, fictional things and finds the closest real world equivalent and then designs a, a piece of weapon. Yeah, I think he has like a show on like the History Channel or one of those educational channels oh, that he has, aren't like, a show. I think so now, or maybe I'm just think, or maybe he doesn't, and I'm just like thinking weirdly. I don't know. So he started off on YouTube and then got a show. I think maybe that's the dream. Who knows? I always wonder. I always wonder how many YouTubers like what's the percentage of YouTubers that got a TV show, and it like worked out really well. Like I well, never, I never, I feel like it never works. One percent. Half a percent. Which one? Who's who's that one percent? Oh. Someone has to be someone. Well, I hear a lot of good things about Final Space. Like, I want to give that show a second chance since a lot of people have been saying, like, give it a second chance, Pan, you pussy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Remember when Game Grumps and Dan Harmon made a show and Did no they? one watched it? What? What was that? The Transformers will return after these messages. But first, this video is sponsored by Kitsu, who paid $100 on Patreon to get us to MomoCon. They want to promote their art. Be sure to check out the links below to check out or buy their art. It's colorful and full of pitch black shading. That sort of style, you know, uh, that style. It looks really nice. Follow them on Twitter or whatever. Links below to their stuff. We now return to the Transformers. Oh, yeah, was that uh, the some ga- e- esports show oh, yeah. the bread show oh yeah it was just, and it was lit- it was um, quite possibly the unfunniest thing on the planet what yeah. i never got a chance to watch it was it the first episode's free to watch yeah. it's not i good. only downloaded just to download just see what 4k youtube looks like on my downloader and i didn't watch it so who knows how that looks mm-hmm. yeah i didn't uh, know it was with dan Harmon. oh yeah, man I don't know how much involvement he had in it, but he cameos in the first episode, and I think he had some writing. Huh. Because I mean, he was really impressed with their talent. Gaming, uh, oh, gaming from content. From what I got from, like, interviews and such, it was, um, like, he was just like, oh, no, no, I think it was in the Game Grumps, uh, Guest Grumps, where they had Dan Harmony. He was talking about it. He's like, yeah, they, they just paired me up with these YouTubers, and they turned out to be pretty cool and pretty funny, and da-da-da. So. That's all you need. Yeah. Gaming-related TV shows and movies are just always so weird. I mean, I, I, there is that one lost video I did release in the 100 podcast. <laughs> the one about, like, it was like Pimp My Ride, but for gamers. Remember that? Oh, God. It was just like, hey, let's break into your house. And, like, they literally destroy somebody's living room and say, all right, we're going to rebuild it. And we're going to take you to the game studio and you're going to learn about Halo 2 or Advent Rising or some game that was coming out at the time. I love it. I want them to destroy my living room and make it like Luigi's Mansion. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Although what pissed me off about this show, they never did anything like Nintendo related. And it was like, well, that's in Japan. So I guess that's why. Yeah, they couldn't take you there, so they're not going to fucking fly someone over there. <laughs> I know they had Hideo Kojima on, on, on an episode, but I can't find it. I find, like, parts of B-roll, but that's it, in part of, like, a supercut. Yeah. So did this know. come out, like, full audiences? Oh, it was on, no, it was for Spike TV, like, in the 2000s. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> All those classic gamer shows. I'm, Do you remember I, X-Play? Of course, Yeah. 
uh, Adam Sessler started a YouTube channel and then like left it. Yeah, that's how it'd be like. What's Adam was, Sessler like, super, up to? I was super into it. I think it was like Rev 3 or something. Oh, Revision 3. Yeah, that's where Death Battle used to premiere and then that's also dead. Well, no, that's not dead. It's kind of it, it took over. It like yeah, they just absorbed. Oh, huh, I didn't know that. Hmm, I thought they yeah. were like, dead. They, like shut down screw attack and now they're death battle full on. Yeah. So sad. I have a complaint. Um, oh, death oh, I battle, think we're talking about I like their 3. voices. I like both the boomstick and the nerdy ones voice. <laughs> I remember, um, but I hate their physical With... design. They yeah. decided at some point they're like, hey, let's make them animate it. Mm-hmm. let's let's no. waste let's waste valuable resources animating these characters that nobody wanted to know what they look like <laughs> oh well their voices are so good that like i don't think anything anyone designed would ever live up to not knowing what they are and having your own person it's like reading yeah. a book yeah, yeah yeah they look like um coop from megacus xlr and the professor from uh word girl it's also it, yeah, but like I like I said, it's just not necessary. You don't yeah, they could have. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you've gotta it's go just, the extra mile. It's just more resources for something completely unnecessary and superfluous. Yeah, yeah why even have pan in my videos? You know, fuck pan, fuck me, please fuck me, please. I mean, like, please there's a difference. Me. You review stuff, so like you being there adds a physical like presence. They animate all their death battles, so they're like taking more resources and putting them towards animating the characters. Yeah. Even if they're hiring completely new animators, it's could have gone to like making the death battles better. Yeah. Also, consider the fact that your channel is you making it's your thoughts and ideas about a cartoon or cartoon series or tropes or whatever mm-hmm. versus death battles about putting two characters against each other in a death battle it's not about the two hosts does uh yeah, exactly is death battle like i mean i always wonder like what's the leg- legality of this show is it just parody since they actually kill each other or what's the dealio it ca- i think it accounts as parody uh yeah it's like celebrity death match but for cartoons and stuff technically yeah. parody has to actually uh critique the original source material not, not necessarily so, critique just make fun of it you know no no like legitimately a actual parody a legal definition of a parody has to critique it hmm. so most people who like say their stuff's parody isn't traditionally parody granted i think it, it's kind of like one of those things where over time so sh- uh, so many people believe the definition of parody is to just make fun that it's become the definition. Huh? Yeah. Either, either that or it's like, it's not necessarily, it, it's just mostly like, um, recontextualizing or critiquing something. I think Yeah. having them fight each other to the death is like just recontextualized enough. Yeah. Maybe. I think that definitely falls on the yeah. parody. There's no like parody satire clause. Like people think there is, it's more of just like a big, it falls under the big copyright stuff. Like, Doug Walker would always say, the parody satire clause, and it's not a real thing, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, are there, uh, you know, have you met a person in real life who was pissed that, you know, Goku got his ass kicked by Superman? Oh, I yeah, think, no, people are still salty about that. I think those are the saddest okay, people in the bullshit. world. You know, I, I think those are the saddest <laughs> people in the world, you know, like, you what? know, here's me me with my sad humiliation fetishes and i'm you know with 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 a uti and i'm just like wow these guys are fucking losers like even me t- telling you like hey man it's a fucking cartoon shut the fuck up better pan so, they probably think the same thing about you nah it's like yeah but i'm up here and they're down there 
Fucking <laughs> dick. I don't think yeah. I've ever actually. No, no, I'm thinking about. It, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's ever cared about that. Like, is no. that just an internet thing? I think so, because people are pissed. Yeah. Oh, well, about, I think like, it's power... just people who watch the video. Like yeah. people who care about like. Just like power rankings in general. Yeah. yeah. I think I think this it's one... mostly just kind of like having a definitive like my character, my favorite character's powers sort of thing. It kind of yeah. comes like a sad. My th- my I, I my opinion is canonically better than yours. It's sort of like validation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. which well, it's well, not any less pathetic but it's still it's fun to think about like i know kuro the artist did like a power ranking of all ben 10 aliens and i was like you know what <laughs> i could get behind that why not <laughs> I like that. yeah i like that too because it's like what sure way big is like supposedly the best one but all he is is just a giant fuck boy like oh if ben had like a parasite alien that could like invade people and like kill them silently like the way bigs would be moot so it's fun to think about it's fun to like do shit like that but uh speaking of that that actually segues into some news uh warner brothers after having absorbed cartoon network and uh adult swim and basically everything turner broadcast related is making a live action ben 10 show oh boy on on like cartoon network or like the cw is he gonna have like is it what's the town that uh ben 10 lives in it should totally be bellwood Bellwood. Bellwood. oh god yeah make their own riverdale do it do somebody it, kill do somebody it. murders gwen or something or or he's oh, dating gwen or something i don't know he's dating his cousin well he, that's something they would do in like riverdale isn't it i don't I know hope not what well, do no, you make want? it make it like old man it? logan ben's like 60 now he's training yeah. up the new ben 10 ben 70 trillion and he's fucking 60, 80 years old or is this the kevin 11 spinoff that's supposed to be happening oh man that'd be fucking edgy as shit well, there's a, there's like a list or something. I don't know. There's like a blog that's been pretty accurate, and they listed uh, Kevin Eleven being in production. So, oh, um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm getting my sources from Roundtable. I imagine like uh, Kevin Eleven just packing up his Omnitrix into his backpack, and he's like, "They've been laughing as long as they can remember, but they're not gonna laugh anymore." <laughs> you know, I for that Max Keyboard joke. For that Max Keeble um, joke earlier in the pre-show, I was going to make a joke that he brings a gun to school, and that's Max oh. Keeble's big move. But you just did it for me. Like I, I was like, no, that's too edgy. And then you, you just gun. he brings out Omnitrix. It's the same fucking. It's the same joke. No, it's not. It's yeah. You're you're still like saying I'm going to bring an Omnitrix to school and terrorize the place. It's the same. It's the same thing, but with sci-fi, so it's less relatable. Oh. Fuck oh. you. So Damn. this is where we cut back in. Max Keeble's big... We cut big... short back in. Hang on. <laughs> commenters, commenters. Uh, Max Keeble's big blank. Fill in the blanks. Fuck you. No. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, yeah, do it. Do it, actually. Um, in the YouTube <laughs> comics below, Max Keeble's big blank. What is it? But yeah. Um, <laughs> back to the back to the oh, Ben God. 10. Back to the Ben 10 news. Uh, oh, yes. I'm kind of excited. I, I thought Alien Swarm was, like, pretty good. You know, like it wasn't amazing or anything, but like for a TV movie, it was like, hey, this is all right. The first movie was hot garbage, but like Ben 10 could work in live action if yeah. like done correctly, I think. Yeah. How, how are they done in the the live CGI action there, though? I mean, she's going to find like random human thugs or whatever every episode. 
Yeah, they, they'll figure something out. Like maybe make aliens that are humanoid and have like oh, that's gonna suck. costumes. Well, in the new season or the new sh- reboot series, almost all the aliens are humanoid shaped. Like they, 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 like um, yeah. Stinkfly and Wildvine. They like took out most of their like non-human shaped designs and just t- made them human. Hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. You ever plus just watch? Also, oh, go on. They could plus also like if they stick to ten aliens and not like add new ones. Like all they have to do is make ten aliens and then like composite them in. You know, I'm not saying it's easy or cheap, but I'm sure there's mm. ways they can figure out how to cut back on it or mm. make it work. Episodes where Ben's like, oh, man, the Omnitrix isn't working. I'm going to have to use my quick wit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to save that budget. Or maybe I, it'll focus on Gwen. You know how like the Michael Bay turtles focused on April O'Neil for the most part. So it just focused on Gwen throughout the whole look, thing. That alien's a monster. I, I'm not a I'm not a monster. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Ben 10 sounds like a nightmare to do on a live action budget because like not only depending on what they do, if they make it where it's like his high school and he stays in the same city. But if they completely just do what they did in the original series, uh, it's a road trip series, meaning that they have to like make new sets or new filming areas. And that gets expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, I'm not going to use the RB, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, like. I think they'll have the RVB there, but like it's just Grandpa Max lives out of it and just like, hey, there's our kooky grandpa. Maybe Grandpa Max is like, I, I definitely think they're going to like do it like a, a complete reboot of it and just like take elements from all the shows that works for live action and leave out the ones that don't. If they get good people to work on it, I, I'd be excited, but we don't know anything yet other than that it's happening. Allegedly. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to completely reboot just from the beginning, like Ben 10, 10 years old, or if they're going to go a little bit into older Ben or start off with older Ben. Age him up. Age him up. Kid after stock. I would say, yeah, I would say age him up, maybe make him high school, but cast like a young adult that's going to look like fucking 15 for at least like five years. Yeah. Or at least could be make up into looking like a teenager. As much as boring as some of the designs were for Alien Force, uh, the the green jacket's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, no, the green jacket was fucking rad. I still haven't heard back from the guy who oh, won the won Kevin the... Levin car. Oh. And then, if you're out there, you know you're there. Fucking, <laughs> we know you're listening. Me. <laughs> Tell me what you did with the car. If you painted over it, I'm gonna come to your gonna fucking. Whip out my Omnitrix. I'm going to turn into way oh, big. And I'm going to stomp on you in between my big little toes. And if you have a foot fetish, you're going to really like it. Fuck you. He probably sold it for like drug money or college, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Drug sure, money I'm, or college. The two choices. I'm sure there are Ben 10 fans. <laughs> the two genders. Drug, yeah, the two genders. Drug money or college. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, one one lead one version leads to success, and the other, you know, will lead you to scorn for the rest of your life. So, you know, pick one. Yeah, that drugs is the one that leads to success, right? Yeah. It's true. Boom! Witty, topical humor. <laughs> See you guys next week. Oh, hey. But yeah, but, do we have any? Any oh, you guys want to talk well, about Ben Ten? Oh, oh. I'm, I'm still want to talk about Ben Ten. I said, oh. I said, that's why I said that. Oh, I, I thought know. you were trying to change subjects. Sorry. Oh, well, I got well, I, I just wanted to ask, like, hey, cut short. Um, Who are you? Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we're 20 minutes He's in. Agent we're Smith. 20 minutes. <laughs> he already said, yeah, he already said it was Agent Smith. 
I was introduced. How was I introduced? I was introduced as Agent Smith. I people yeah. dead ass probably think I'm that this whole time. Yeah. So I'm on YouTube. I do a lot of research into canceled projects, whether it's movies or TV shows or cartoons, anything. Uh, like my last video, I went and tracked down a uh, a creator of a pitched Captain Marvel animated TV show, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I talked to them for a little bit. Yeah. So that's kind of just what I do: go down, try to investigate these things, almost archive them to a certain extent. Yeah, that that Captain Marvel video was kind of depressing because it's like TV executives <laughs> don't care about superhero cartoons, and it's like. You know, we got the MCU. Do we need superhero cartoons anymore? And that makes that just makes me think, you know. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's it's almost every single one of the videos I always end it with why it was canceled. Like, God, probably eighty percent of them are just the TV executives going, "Nah, I don't really want to do that." Yeah, like, like with no you... real reason. They just they just can get away with not wanting to do things whenever they don't want to. I mean, if you look at, like, Marvel's current TV cartoons, they're just kind of like these generic, half-ass-looking things with, like, this bland art style. Mm-hmm. No shading. just looks, I don't know, the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. It does it's look like super... It's like our podcast. Yeah. Ooh. It, Ooh. Do, it really do be like that. Yeah. Um, before we switch back to gears on Ben 10, I just wanted to uh, say I have kind of a personal story with the creator of the Captain Marvel show. Huh. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. That, that was nuts. When I was making uh, World Guardians, which is a comic I made, it was a big crossover fan comic. Uh, Robo Buddies and I did a reading of it on her channel. Go look there. But I wanted to commit for the reboot of the comic. I wanted to get a comic artist to do a poster and pay them. And uh, I asked Ben Bates, and he said $300, and I was almost going to get it. And then I bought a 3DS instead. So, <laughs> sorry, Ben. Uh, 3DS called me. Uh, the 3D hmm. world looked pretty rad. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, if, yeah. You could, if you if you could commission any artist for like a poster or something of your stuff, I mean, who would it be? You know, I've commissioned a lot of uh, wrapped uh, Sonic character drawings from uh, works on a uh, Sonic um, IDW. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll send oh. them right now through oh, the call no. chat. Nobody else can see these. Yeah. Ooh. Secrets. Secret secrets are no fun unless you share them with everyone. Oh. So I'm sorry. Should we go back to Ben 10? Yeah. As he wanted to say something. I wanted to like pitch my version of the show. Here, here we go. Izzy's, Izzy's about to geek out. No, Maybe. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I you like have. Ben Ten. I legitimately I know you do. I know you do. That's why I said you're about. It. That's. I know. That's why I said you were gonna geek out about it. Yeah, because like, yeah, I liked it. Um, so like, I think if if they were gonna do Ben Ten in live action, I think they could. I think they should try and take Alien Force, which was the most. Um, because I'm assuming well, is this Warner Brothers show? Is this supposed to be an adult version of Ben Ten, or is it supposed to be like for kids? I don't know the exact details. All yeah, we're not sure. It's it's getting made. I'm going to assume that if it's live action, it and it's adapting a kids series, I'm going to assume it's going in the same vein as the superhero shows and um, Riverdale, to where it's like aiming for kind of the teenagery, like high school students. Mm-hmm. So I would say probably go ahead and make um, follow Alien Force since it's the most grounded out of all the Ben 10 series. And it uh, had the best like plot line for a live action show in which 
say Max gets kidnapped. We don't know that Max is um, is an alien hunter yet. So in the beginning, that's kind of like a season finale thing. Once they rescue him, he already knows all this stuff and he's able to help. Um, but I think the, the motion that sets things going is that Max gets kidnapped, maybe change the DNA aliens from that into Vilgax somehow. Like Vilgax crashed, is weakened, and but he still sends one of his like goons there to, you know, maybe or even Max is the one that like takes down Vilgax, but we don't see that or something. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like there's some kind of confrontation and the overarching plot is Ben, Gwen, not Kevin, though, because I don't I think what? that's kind of weird to throw him in there. Kevin is a second know. season character. Yeah, for sure. Especially if he's going to be a part of the main group. Mm-hmm. I'm Give spitballing like I'm not I don't have any like set plans. I literally just found out about the live action. So if I seem like I'm fumbling over my words or my ideas like really <laughs> scattered, it's because I'm, I'm as I'm thinking it, I'm saying it. I think it could definitely work. I think if they go for a little bit older of go go for a little bit older Ben, try and grab some of the the original audience of Ben Ten, like us. <laughs> yeah. Like Dora the Explorer. Like Dora the Explorer. If Dora the Explorer does well, maybe they'll change the direction of the live action show. Who knows? Maybe they'll actually make it it would, there was originally gonna be a live action Sonic movie like forever ago. But like oh. it just fell through. Like I remember seeing articles that like it was supposedly in production or in talks of being made, and then just nothing has been heard of it until now. And now it's a TV show, like uh, Sly Cooper. So, well, Nolan, do I have something for you? <gasps> you say it sounded like you just gave me the greatest segue of all time, but that was a complete accident. <gasps> so I brought on Penders. I was telling Izzy and Pan. This is actually a different one. I think it might be a different one that you're talking about. But I went through and I researched a canceled Sonic movie. I have three pages written in front of me right now. Oh, it's, no. Is it Sonic Armageddon where... Uh... Oh, no. It's not Sonic... It's not that one. That one's horrific, though. Is it Richard Cutta's uh, Sonic movie? I think. Let me see. It's officially titled Sonic the Hedgehog, The Wonders of the World. Yay. What the fuck? I don't oh, think I've heard this? of this. This I I just scour a little bit for this one. Oh but, uh, man! If, once we get past the news, or if we want to just go straight into it, I've got, I've got the whole story. Oh gee, or, or unless you want to save it for a video, or just hint, give us like a tease of it. I don't know. Oh no, it's fine. I could throw it down here because it's okay. It's a fair amount, but it's a. Uh, I think this is a good place to share it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about the Forever Nights? That would have been a good first season villain for the Ben 10 series. Humans, grounded. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I'm, We're I'm talking ready. about Sonic. Because uh, he was sitting there brainstorming. Okay. Sonic, Ben 10, it's all the same bullshit. Just disappointing yeah. long-running franchises that keep oh. getting dredged up again and again. Yeah. Uh, although, uh, while I would not say Sonic was never good, I would say Ben 10 was never cool. I'm going to punch you. Oh, no. Alien is the like coolest thing. I never really cared about Ben 10, so I don't know. I didn't really watch it. it was... You also like Car Arena games, so. Yeah, Twisted cool. Metals, the tits, yo. Yeah, I, Pan, I know. You're kind of a loser. Pan yeah. is Zoe 101 kind of guy. Zoe 101? <laughs> oh. You know, they made a Game Boy Advance game, and, like, all the art is, like, this, like, how-to-draw anime style. <laughs> they, they drew everyone in anime. 
Did they actually? That sounds amazing. Yeah, look up the Zoe 101 video game on Game Boy Advance. I remember this one guy where this vine is microwaving, where this guy's microwaving something. And then when it hits to um, a minute and one second, it goes, ooh, and then it just stops at one minute. <laughs> oh. I love vines. Oh, yeah. Rip in peace. Zoe 101 Field Trip Fiasco. Oh, on no. Nintendo DS. Oh, wow. I was talking about the Game Boy Advance one. Oh, my GBA. God. That's amazing. They all have the same face. LQ Sonic fan. I forget his name. But they, they were talking about a Hannah Montana anime that was in production that never happened. Wait, what? Yeah, there was apparently an anime based on Hannah Montana that was supposed to come out by uh, Toei or something. And it never got made. Honestly, Hannah Montana, the huh. idea of like... It um. A, well, I mean, it's just gem, but like the idea of like a, a a normal person becoming a rock star by changing the hair color that it's such a anime concept. Yeah, it really true. is. Did you see that she's trying to be relevant again? What's she doing? Is she coming back after seeing the Jonas Brothers or something? I was looking. Yeah, yeah. It. So basically, she's been tweeting herself wearing the old Hannah Montana wig. Oh. And yeah, that's a thing. Sorry, Miley. It's over. Yeah, it was over after she got hit by that meteor and disaster movie, and she was like, go watch my movie in theaters now. And then, like, the chipmunk showed up, and then, like, Iron Man showed up, and then a cow dropped on him. Classic. I loved that movie. Yeah. I loved that movie when I was a stupid idiot kid. <laughs> I want to see... I want to see Meet the Spartans, because it is such a fucking, like, time capsule of the era. Like, it has an American Idol parody... Uh, Does it? Oh my! Transformers. Uh, it shows the Chris, Chris Crocker video, the Leave Britney Alone video. It's oh, all I the classics. It. Just um, you know, Scary Movie Three. I don't remember anything about that movie except for there's a part that really like l stayed on me, hmm. and that was the part where the guy like cocks the shovel like it's a shotgun. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? And I think like a bullet shell pops out of it too, but like something about that was just so fucking funny to me. Oh, just, just pure comedic like, gold. We have to watch these terrible movies again. I'm sure maybe like we were in the wrong mindset and we watch them again and we think, wow, these are fucking comedy classics. I don't know. I actually watched date movie with uh, my roommate when we Is first it... moved in and didn't have internet, and it was actually soul sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh man. I honest they to would be... honest to God, we should do a commentary on them because they're <laughs> really unfunny. It's honestly painful. It's like worse than Freddy Got Fingered. Oh boy, yes. Live please, Momo we gotta Con, do another commentary. I don't think I don't... we can legally do that. No, <laughs> we have to get like a. So did you know that like you have to order a special version of a disc? Like um, when you buy a DVD, uh, you only own the license to show up to three people or something like that. Like it's something very specific. What? Yeah, it was like 12, I believe. Oh, I'm yeah, like because you don't own the movie. You own a disc that plays the movie. And so you own a license to watch the movie. And if you have so many people in your living room, you're technically breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> SWAT team smashing down your door. Oh no. Agent Smith, no. <laughs> I need my Omnitrix. No, no. I got a blast. I'm, um, whatever their name is, the American Dragon that says Omnitrix transformation. 
Jake Long? Jake Long? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, that, I transformed into Jake Long, yes. Oh, oh do you Jake have the Long. Omnitrix, like, in the, um, like my... in that OKKO OK special, where you just turn into cartoon characters? Oh, shit, yeah, that's the most powerful one. Once you become like Coconut Fred, it's over. It's like you can do Remember anything. Remember how you were talking about how power leveling is for losers and now you're doing it? Because it's all stupid. We all know Coconut Fred is the most powerful creature in existence. Coconut Fred is the equivalent of Alien X. Yeah, he can't be stopped. Like the, 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 That's the most powerful character. I think second is, um, um, who's the second? Uh, the lady from Kung Pao. No, <laughs> crap. Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, God, no, she is the most strongest. Yeah, that's it. Don't fuck with her. Yeah, uh, third place, um, uh, what's some, what's some, I don't know, what's the third strongest character in fiction? Kevin uh, Eleven. Technically speaking, isn't Captain Marvel, like, Goku for the Marvel Universe? Yeah. It kind of, yeah. Also, um, Donald Duck is canonically the most powerful video game character of all time. So. How so? Hold on. That. Let me get ready for uh, typing, bitches. Uh, He's pulling up his sources. I am pulling up my sources. This is from a, a 4chan post from a Final Fantasy fan. Um, I'm going to read a verbatim. For those unaware, let me show you how fucking retardedly universally breaking power strong Donald Duck is. Flare is a spell type from Final Fantasy that is reserved for only the strongest individuals. T- top level party members, top level enemies, main bosses, and secret bosses of the spell type it's so powerful that this spell has simply been referred to as the nuke there are multiple <laughs> tiers mega flare used by summons and top level enemies mostly known to be used by bahamut the strongest summon in the entire final fantasy franchise although this is its most basic form above that you have giga flare a stronger version mostly used for stronger versions of bahamut and interdimensional demons and secret bosses above that is terra flare this move is exclusively for the absolutely most powerful versions of Bahamut. Like, you need to be the strongest motherfucker in the Final Fantasy multiverse to use this. This is universe erasing shit here. And finally, above that, you have Zeta Flare. It is one quadrillion times in parentheses. Yes, this is canon. More powerful than Mega Flare. And it is a move that only Donald Duck has been able to do it in all of Square Enix canon. Oh, shit. Damn. So, so. Technically speaking, Donald Duck is more powerful than pretty much every fucking character ever. Oh, fuck. Hear that death battle? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, new death battle. Yeah, um, there's even a gif of Donald using Zeta Flare, which I'm going to post in the uh, oh, chat. Man. Well, Legit- of course, if death battle did Donald Duck, they would do Daffy as the other one, and Daffy would get fucking murdered. Yeah, well, no, Daffy has Looney Tunes logic, so he'll he'll be protected. This is yeah, Donald Duck surrounded by magical runes and like pentagrams, summoning a Zeta Flare, which is a universe erasing spell. Well, the, but <laughs> okay, okay. Daffy Duck has fought the Daffy Duck has fought the animator who created him, so you know. And he but lost. Imagine Donald Duck with the you know, the 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 Wiccan symbols around him, doing this big giant earth destroying attack. It goes, <laughs> engulfs Daffy Duck, only for the flames to like disappear and you know fade away. The smoke clears, and Daffy Duck is just a turkey dinner, like a cooked turkey, <laughs> no. a turkey dinner, like on a plate with like a little yeah. like a. Uh, apple in his mouth, and then he like, pops up and just pulls himself outside of it. Oh. Damn. Yes means war. 
<laughs> yeah, we're still waiting for Warner Brothers to make their own version of the Kingdom Hearts. This this my story from 4chan got everybody in the comments riled up because now they're like power leveling Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny, uh, Airy from Bravely Default, who also used Zeta Flare, uh, Thanos, uh, Martian Queen. It's just like, God damn, this is like fucking. Ner- yeah. Okay. Thanos Disney has... Okay. So if Disney equals Final Fantasy, what is Warner Brothers? Like, what what is the equivalent? I mean, uh, WB has Looney Tunes and um, the Justice League. So, you know. I can't be the Justice League. That doesn't make sense. That's, that's not video game property. Well, Injustice. Oh, he's got you there. Oh, my God. It, okay, just because they make video games of it doesn't mean it's a video game property. You well, know Just because they have fucking Donald Duck in a video game doesn't mean he's a video game property either. I didn't say he was. That's why I said if we're, Disney has this just- and to them, what is the Final Fantasy equivalent? So like, what, what company? Konami? We're, we're literally just talking about the power level of Donald Duck as a character in this game. We're not, like, comparing, like, fucking, you know. <laughs> do, do, you get, do you get what WB, we're saying? WB, do some shit. They got, I don't know, they got Acme Arnes, uh, Looney Tunes Acme Arsenal, where all the Looney Tunes have guns and it's like a third-person shooter. Dragon's Quest. Someone in the comments section. that be awful. Yeah. Gotta cry. I don't know. So do yeah. you guys, uh, there's speculation that OKKO OK got canceled. Oh, oh really? yeah. Again, round table, but they made a post about it. And like, there's just some, some stuff where like, um, Ian doesn't seem as like optimistic about it. And they haven't no. aired an episode since like a special. And there's a big, they, they released some on the app and it's been like six months and it hasn't aired on TV yet. Oh, Uh Oh, yeah, chances are if if they haven't done anything yet, then chances are good that it's probably fucking shit canned. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. In fact, I'm going to get a glass of water. You y'all can have fun with this one. What's I'm not your problem? I I know I know when not to say anything. Keep your mouth shut. Rude. Yeah, I'm gonna go, go get some. Oh my god! Yeah, he's just leaving. Yeah, he just left. I don't know. Um, he's got like beef with Ian or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's press F for respect. All right. Yeah. I'm not an F right now. There we go. Yeah. I just send it to the chat. Oh shit! I put in the fucking <laughs> Discord. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right. So what should we talk about since Nolan's not here? Um. Uh. What well, should let's we see. talk? I've about? got. What's it called again? Fucking... It's the Matrix 20th anniversary. You guys see The Matrix, the best movie ever? What are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets? When you're ready, you won't have to. playing at a theater near you did you guys ever go through a phase when you were a kid wearing matrix like uh you know like those matrix coats? trench coats <laughs> i think we no. all wanted that no oh i mean yeah me neither like no to be <laughs> honest i um i wore like hawaiian shirts for most of my like uh, high school era 
Like I found a black Hawaiian shirt. I thought it was like the most gothic, not gothic thing ever. Damn. So I wore that a lot. And then um, now I wear cool clothing. Oh. Yeah. It took me a while. The Matrix. Look. I used to have a fedora in elementary school. It was it was unfortunate. Oh. I mean, I didn't get into the Matrix until like 2010 when I was entering college or so. And I was like, whoa, Matrix is awesome. Got to check out the sequels. Wow, that sucked. But I got to check out the Anna Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, it was, okay. was pretty cool. It you're, was better than Love, the, Death, and Robots. That's true. Okay, let's talk about this. Yeah, anyone oh. else see Love, Death, Robots? I haven't, but I really don't give a shit about spoilers, so go ham. Well, it's not going to spoil anything, but I thought it was worth watching. But yeah, a lot of these are kind of like, eh, that was a cool fight, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, um, it feels very much of what's going on in video games or like Michael Bay movies. So like it for a think tank, I didn't really think it was really much of like a think tank. It's, it had some cool concepts, but they didn't really do anything with them. Yeah, it's just like, hey, here's a battle scene. That's all we got. And like, cool. I, I know that um, it says love, death, and robots, but like the amount of nudity and amount of gore in it, it didn't feel like it was a reason for it besides, oh, we can do it. Let's just put as much in it as possible. So yeah. just trying to be edgy. Yeah, yeah, some of these you could easily cut out like some swears or blood and nothing would really change. It'd just be it's like, it's kind of unneeded. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, well, and then there's like speculation, and I think it's been proven, wrong, but they have different orders depending on your account. Of, or like, I think country region. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so like a lot of people thought it was the uh, your sexuality because I got the lesbian <laughs> episode first. Uh, yeah, me too. The one where they're fighting Pacific Rim kaiju's. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And that's the thing is that like it's very clearly a bunch of dudes wrote these. Because even the lesbian scene felt straight. Oh, <laughs> how, how do you make a lesbian scene feel more lesbian? You know, how do you do that? Well, hmm. I will come back to you on we that. We gotta one. contact some All lesbians. Right. Like, hey, tell us, tell us how it's done, please. Yes, <laughs> please. If you're a lesbian, please inform us. Write your own chat, fan fiction. We're so desperate. In the comments, please. I just want to point out before this podcast, when I came into the chat, we we're all getting ready with like the pre-call. Pan comes in, he goes, all right, so it's the 20th anniversary of the Matrix. We'll talk about the Matrix this time, all right? We're all like, okay. Talked about it for about two minutes. <laughs> Talked about the Matrix more, actually. Yeah. The, the Matrix, Matrix is the more like important thing. It yeah, has it's like, awards. You got to stop. The Matrix don't, is don't, canon. Yeah, don't support your local, don't support uh, factory farms. You gotta, there's all other alternatives. Go to the matrix.org or whatever it's, whatever the site is, you know? Fuck, what was it? Yeah. Thematrix.com. If you go to thematrix.com, you can uh, see all the awards that they won. Matrix. What's the website? Because I checked matrix.matrix. Hang on. Oh, they have a trailer. Thematrix.com. I guess they couldn't afford matrix.com. So my version of the lesbian subplot would be they would just stand next to each other for eight years, thinking, not sure if they're flirting with each other. Damn. They'll hold yeah. hands and she'll kiss her. And then later on, she'll go back to be like, I don't know if she likes me or not. Yeah. It'd be like that. That's how lesbians date. 
Yeah, sounds like it, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anyone. But I I, I guess my favorite short was uh, Zima Blue. It's done by Robert Valley, that guy who did the character designs for uh, Tron Uprising and uh, I don't know the Motor name. City. Describe the plot. Oh, it's okay. It's a, it's about this eccentric artist who's just obsessed with this uh, shade of blue, and it feels like a one of those mysterious Courage the Cowardly Dog episodes with a misunderstood character that's kind of scary, but not really. It's like I feel that's the best one in the short, and it feels like a self-contained story, like it's perfect for an anthology, you know. I haven't a lot of these seen just, that one yet. Yeah, a lot of these just feel like random TV show segments or whatever. I personally, out of, because I'm missing like three or four of them, but I've seen most of them. Suits was my favorite, the one with the farmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that one too. The art I mean, style kind of, reminded me a lot of Meat Buck. If you, I don't know if you saw that or Salesman Pete. Uh, no, I, it, it looked like Fortnite to me. Oh, uh, well, it's. I mean, it's probably closer to that. But um, the the painted textures that like were both like unfinished but not. Uh, there's these two shorts I, I was really obsessed with in college. One's called Meat Buck, which is, I think, like a um, it's a deer dating a hunter's daughter. And as soon as the hunter's dad finds out, he tries to hunt the deer. And it's really fun. And then Salesman Pete is this like it looks like a sales pitch to a um, like a TV show about a salesman that has robotic implants. Uh, and it's the both of them are lo- very action. They're very cartoony. They're awesome 3D projects, and I will link them to you. But what other ones Ooh. did you actually see? Since you only saw like what five of them or what? I saw all of them, but four. Oh, okay. Well, which did what else? What other ones can you say stuff about? Because I don't know. I liked um, I liked the three robots one. I thought the I thought the it was yeah charming. That could make for a good TV show if they like lower the budget. Because I don't think they, Netflix would afford that. <laughs> Why? There wasn't really anything too big on that one. Eh, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> seems ex- kind of expensive. Maybe. Um, I like that one a lot. The yogurt one was really good. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the one where it's the guy who um, is going to deep sleep. And oh, yeah. he wakes I, up. And the, yeah, the into the uh, Aquilus Rift. Yeah. I, I, I like that one. I felt the uh, sex scene was point was unnecessary like you can have sex in your story but you know it doesn't need to be that explicit you know that's basically the whole that's the entire series is that like and none of it was necessary um yeah i did like the witness and that one Mm -hmm. had a weird bdsm like fetish club scene for some reason that's the one that was by the art director for uh spider-man into the spider-verse oh really okay really oh my god some of the shots in that move in that particular one, I kept even though they have a comic book art style, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they mo capped it or what, but it I kept like, is this live action? My yeah. brain kept, like trying to like you know. Yeah, I thought some of it was live action too. I mean, with the witness, like they introduce an idea in the beginning and end. Like I'm basically repeating everything I'm gonna say in the video for Tuesday, but they repeat. They they show an, an interesting concept and they don't really cover it, but you can picture what happens next. And I'm not sure if I like that, where it's just like here's an here's an interesting idea. Let's not do anything with it. Yeah. Uh, well, because the witness, I kind of pieced together what they were doing halfway through. Yeah. Which I don't mind per se, but yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Some of them are really forgettable. Uh, oh, huh. I like the Soul Sucker, the one with Dracula. So, yeah, it kind of feel like a Resident Evil game, you know? 
it felt like Resident Evil and um, Avatar: The Last Airbender was like one thing. Yeah, it's also French animated. Like they have some, they do some creative stuff with the two D animation and stuff. Like they're able to like move the camera around in two D space. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, the one with the fox. The oh the, the, yeah, that one was uh, cool. Good hunting, yeah. Like it, like Aneska said, it felt like a, a Avatar: Last Airbender, something like on Nickelodeon. Even though it's like <laughs> this is not for Nickelodeon at all, but kind of I can see that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like I said, um, a lot of it just felt super like generic when it shouldn't yeah. be because it was this think tank. It's supposed to be these like creative ideas, but uh, the wolf one, the wolf one with the military, was the one I was like, this is so Michael Bay. I mean, I like that one. Although in the video, I did say like I could see I, I like this short. I could see this being a shitty movie starring Sam Worthington. <laughs> <laughs> You're not so wrong. specific. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I I kind of hated how so many of these tried to be that overly realistic mocap style. Like only one of them actually looked good. Uh, beyond the Aquila Rift, it actually like, that's <laughs> no. In terms of realism, you know. Uh, okay. Are you talking about like Polar Express style? Yeah, yeah, that style where oh, it's God. like only one of them actually looked almost photorealistic. Everything else kind of was outdated. I don't know oh, if you guys it, have gone back. Was it the one? And... Go ahead. I don't know if you guys have gone back and watched Polar Express, but it's like scary. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I mean, look at the kids. Especially the Steven Tyler elf. Do you remember that cameo? I don't remember that. Wait, let me look it up. There's like a song that where he's singing like, some on the top of the world, rocket on top of the world, and it's Steven Tyler as an elf. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Look him up on Google Images if you oh, haven't. It is. No, no, thank you. Oh, the cheekbones. But if you. The one that terrifies you... me the most is Mandark. I mean, if you um, like Dark. look closely at the right time, you'll notice they have no nostrils. Do they? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Go watch Polar Express again. Nobody has nostrils. Like, I, I, well, at least the Steven Tyler one. Yeah, I'm looking at his face right now. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I swear. No. Okay, I'm looking on. Damn it. I swear there were no nostrils. This is a Mandela effect. No, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He has nostrils. Damn, maybe yeah, they're not nostrils. indented or something. I don't know. Maybe I swear I saw that there was just like a flesh there covering them. So maybe it's you can still see the flesh somewhat there. Maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, it looks like it's painted on. Yeah. So, oh, it's so bad. But the, the the one that scares me the most is Mandark. Not so much the visuals. It's just hearing Mandark's voice coming from a realistic <laughs> human terrifies me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the voice actors in that movie. Robert Zemeckis, what have you done? Oh, someone JX did, did the Polar Express make a lot of money back? It did mostly I well, I guess. It didn't. It, they weren't like breakout hits. None of these movies like made all that much money, really. They they, they broke even or sometimes a little over double, but they weren't like runaway hits. Three. Oh yeah, because it was like Beowulf and then Christmas Carol and then Mars Needs Moms, classic. Yeah, and Monster House. I want Seth Green version. Oh yes, please release the Seth Green cut. Hmm. Or just re-release Mars Needs Moms. Just do it again. No, Try again. No. Maybe it was the wrong time. Just do it again, guys. Also, apparently there's a whole bunch of people saying that Mars Needs Moms was actually extreme, extremely homophobic, supposedly. Wait, what? Basically, the plot is like uh, Mars got rid of all the husbands or something, and now all these moms can't... No, wait. Or, I don't know what it was. It was... 
okay, essentially there was like either all dads on space and they're like, we don't know how to take care of kids. We need to steal mothers. And people are saying like, <laughs> this is this is saying that only the nuclear family can exist. And it's homophobic. Think about it that way. And it's like, it don't matter. The movie was a fucking failure. Okay, <laughs> 10 people watched it. Yeah. Nine if we take out Pan. No one's going to put their political beliefs in fucking <laughs> Mars Needs Moms. Speaking <laughs> of political beliefs, today is Trans Day of uh, Visibility. And the Matrix Shout premiered out. also, so, you know. And the people <laughs> who made the Matrix is trans. Yeah, what you talk about, oh. Wachowski? Yeah, both the Wachowski brothers are now Wachowski sisters. Yeah. That's a glitch in the Matrix. Well, because like, there's a lot of people. I don't know how to argue for this. I'm not going to argue for this, but um, a lot of people consider the Matrix a trans narrative. I mean, I look. I looked up a video on it, and it's like, huh, maybe, maybe you can see it that way. Like, I guess you know, it's kind of I mean, like, hey, it, it's it like, hey, knowing the directors are mi- trans. It, it's like Mr. Anderson, and I'm like, no, it's Neo. Now it's like, no, I hate you, Mr. Anderson. It is. Damn. Whoa. Yeah. What one of my be? favorite one of my favorite uh Matrix jokes is when uh Miss, Mr. Smith or whatever his name is, I don't care, runs oh. off the building and then they cut in a shot of this guy jumping off a roof and then hitting a shed with his head and falling down and then he goes <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It was Morpheus though. <laughs> yeah. It was Morpheus, yeah. Yeah. Where it's like he, it was like in the first movie when um, Neo falls and there's like that Warner Brothers looking like rubber cement. Top oh, and I found it. It's eight seconds on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> open your mind, Neo, and Morpheus jumps and it just. <laughs> 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 yeah. Whoa! I don't know. Whoa! Indeed, yeah. Maybe like they're I, making I, Bill and Ted Four. Maybe it's time for three. another Matrix movie. No, three. three. They're making a yeah. third one. Shit, third third one. Yeah. I want you know, that. I, I want. Oh, what? Go on. I wasn't that into like the idea of like a Bill and Ted three, but like when Keanu Reeves and oh, what's his name? <gasps> Alex, Alex Winter, the director of the live action Ben Ten movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> when they did their little video that was like them announcing it, they looked so happy, and I'm like, you know what? I'm in. Like, they no, seem I, like they're having Alex, fun. Alex Winter did. I don't know if Keanu did, and I don't like projecting onto people because I could be just entirely wrong. But he was like, I'm just doing a favor for my friend Alex Winter. <laughs> Oh no! Come on, it's like Keenan and Kel. We gotta have a reunion, please. Keenan Thompson is the biggest piece of shit. Like Kel is just like, yeah, I don't. He doesn't want to talk to me anymore. It kind of sucks. Oh. Is it true that Drake and Josh is coming back? And in, in some that, form or another, but it did not, might not be the Drake and Josh. It just is them together again. Maybe it's like Raven's home, where it's like Drake and Josh, and they have like kids or something like because well, it's gonna married. be how do you bring Brett, jake and drake and josh if they're like adults or are they still living yeah. at home <laughs> is megan well, still living thing. at home too is that everyone wants these reboots from like old past shows but if you really it's, it's kind of like people wanting like a jay and silent bob again where if they're like 40 or 50 standing outside of the standing outside of like the quick shop it gets kind of sad really quick well uh, does, kevin yeah. smith, well that's that's happening they're making a, a reboot to that kevin smith is making it a reboot of of his own show of of his own thing. It's a parody of remakes. It's I, I guess well, it's, gonna it, be like... it's not the same thing as like t- like continuing the story to where they're fifty know. and something. If it's something new, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I thought he's gonna quit making movies. He said he quit making movies to make podcasts, but look who came crawling back, motherfucker! 
Oh, oh it's so angry. Yeah. Yeah, you can't escape Kevin Smith. But also, didn't that one talk show, They're all the talk show late night things all are the same to me, so I don't know which one. But didn't, wasn't there one of them that kept like doing reunion like skits with yeah, old like, shows and then like, but including himself into it, so it was really obnoxious? Oh, dear, James Corden. Jimmy Kimmel? James, no, I thought it was James yeah, Corden because he did Jimmy a bunch of Jewish Brothers stuff and then he would like sing with them and it's like kind of just weird. Like, because he, he kind of just want the Jonas Brothers there. I don't know. I'm talking about where, like, uh, there's a Keenan and Kel, or not, no, there's a Good Burger skit. Yeah, it was Jimmy oh. Fallon, I think. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, people were saying that Thomas Fallon. Show. Jimmy Fallon falling down do. says Jack Sieges 79100. Oh, no, you're right. It is Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just him in, like, a Good Burger wig. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, Mondo Burger. You know, there was that, you know, there was a Good Burger sequel, but it was in, like, novel form. What? Yeah, there's yeah, a I... novel about Good Burger 2. I was um, marathoning your videos, and I saw that, and I was like, wow. Oh, yeah, Good yeah. Burger 2 Go, book by Steve Holland. You're right. I like how they actually made like a poster featuring them. Like he could post that poster up somewhere and say it's like this is happening or something. And I'm, I'm sure people <laughs> will believe it. Do, do you remember um, way, way back? This is like when we first met. You made a fake poster for a Mike Lou and Augury boot. Just to see if anyone would care. And someone and like did. you got 90 notes and that was it. It's like, it wow, so someone <laughs> cares about Mike Lou and Aug. Who gives a shit about them? Does anyone in the chat care about Mike, Lou, and Og? Like Cartoon Network's Forgotten Show? Is it, is it even in the Cartoon Network brand? Who even made that? Nobody knows. It was some guy. How, some guy. how do you think it feel? How do you think it feels? You poured your heart and soul into making a cartoon you thought people would love and enjoy, and that cartoon turned out to be Mike, Lou, and Og. Oh yeah, I know and, that. Like, nobody remembers it. Nobody remembers it, and when people remember it, it's out of scorn and laughing that nobody remembers it. Oh, I mean, like, we remember it. We're talking about it right now. Yeah. I know it scornfully, it like uh, that show's dumb, and like yeah. I can't nobody remembers it. It's like well, not that, you, everybody that else here. You haven't said a word yet. The, the the odd kid wasn't wearing clothes. It was just it was just disturbing. Just like no, I don't want to see this. The Sega Genesis has blast processing. Super Nintendo doesn't. So what's blast processing do? What if you don't have blast processing? Cut Short is going to go over this script for a while, so if you don't want to hear about a lost Sonic movie from the 90s, uh, skip to 1 hour, 17 minutes, 30 seconds. 1 hour, 17 minutes, 30 seconds. Well, if you guys want, you know, I've got the Sonic movie ready. I've got this tab open. Oh, what? Tell us about the Sonic movie. Oh, I don't I've, know if you told us yet I've much of it. Oh, no. I've got the entire thing right here. <laughs> oh. I kind of love it. I was giggling to myself reading it earlier. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Tell What the hell but, happens in this movie? All right. So I'll just tell a little bit of the story here. So it starts in 1992. Uh, this woman named Michelle and Risley, I believe her's her name. Uh, she's hired as Sega, uh, Sega's director of entertainment and consumer products, which is like, it's like a pretty big deal, you know, back in like the 90s. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that she's asked to do is that they say, all right, we want you to make 
a Sonic movie, live action Sonic movie. <laughs> so she's brought on, not really thinking that this is what she's going to do, but that's her first assignment to go in is to make a full length movie. <laughs> and so I don't know what's going on in her head, but I assume she's a little bit worried. And so she decides that she's going to go out. She's going to find some partners, go out, find a screenplay or a screenwriter. And so she goes out and in the midst of this, Super Mario Bros. The movie came out, like when they're making their movie. And realistically, the idea that you would get from this is, okay, maybe our movie might not work. But the idea that the Sega team got from this was, well, our brand is stronger than Mario, so we should be fine. (laughs) sonic sonic is a bigger household name than mario so we will be fine going into this that was kind of true to be fair so yeah sonic Sonic at one time was more recognizable than mickey mouse in the united states yeah because this was definitely like really really? sonic genesis era yeah that's how that's that's, i that's how that's how amazing uh, Sonic was as a brand. It was more popular and iconic than Mickey Mouse. And look where we are now. <laughs> it did have three cartoons. Oh. It did. And so uh, they decide that, you know, the, movies, the movie failed. Super Mario Bros. failed because it's bad and because their brand is weaker than us. Sega, Sega and Sonic were stronger than them. We're going to make a movie and it's going to be better than whatever they have. So a little bit later in May of 1995, they... Uh, Higher screenwriter, and the screenwriter only has two credits before. It's two horror movies. And although it's it's said that he did do like some uncredited edits on some things, it's not really been proved at any point. All we really know is that he just did like two kind of small horror movies. So they seek this guy out, they grab him, they say, We want you to write a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, live action, and we're gonna we're gonna need this soon. So after some time, he comes back and he has Sonic the Hedgehog, Wonders of the World. And so, luckily, the script's been found. <laughs> and we have everything. <gasps> oh, dude, send that so, shit to me ASAP. Oh, so man, me, make, uh, I'll have make to find video. this afterwards. Right now, I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you guys Sonic the Hedgehog, Wonders of the World. Yeah, so, give, give us the details, the dirty deets. Dirty all right. So it opens up with a 12-year-old boy. His name is Josh Pinsky. We'll just call him Josh. And he's reading out his school paper about a test pilot named Sonic who's been killed in a plane explosion while attempting to break (laughs) speed barriers. So he's reading this out to his class. He's reading out his fan fiction to the class. (laughs) It starts off with this. So Josh is reading out his fan fiction. And just in the middle of it, his teacher tells him just to stop. (laughs) And go back home and finish it and oh. just redo it. You know, we, I guess she wasn't appreciative of his Sonic fan fiction. And so Josh, you know, he leaves school. His dad comes to pick him up. And apparently his dad is like a world-class scientist. Like it's he's like the smartest guy in the world. And he's making all these new machines. And I like the sigh in the background there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. right now he's right now Josh's dad, you know, he's a little bit out of work. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's looking for some new opportunities, but in his meantime, he's built the XRI, which is an artificial intelligence computer called, which stands for the extremely radical intelligence. This can't be real. No, this is real. This is a hundred percent real. No. And so 
later in the day, his father leaves and he's like, all right, Josh, don't touch the XRI, you know, <laughs> don't touch, don't touch my extremely radical intelligence, Josh. That's a, that's a super intelligent artificial computer. So immediately his father leaves, Josh goes to touch the XRI. And so he tells the XRI that he wants this intelligence to finish writing his, his sonic fan fiction for him or his oh. sonic story that he made. And because he wants it ready for the class the next day and he's confused, he doesn't know what he wants to do with it. And so the XRI doesn't know who Sonic is. He's not intelligent enough to know who the blue hedgehog is. So Josh grabs his Sega Saturn and he plugs it into the XRI because he wants to show he wants to show who Sonic is. So suddenly Josh is playing with Sonic on the Sega Saturn and Sonic just stops moving. And he's he's trying to move around Sonic with the joysticks and this isn't making any sense. <laughs> and Sonic in full 90s CGI jumps out of the TV and it's just like hey Josh what's up it's me it's me Sonic this is the Sonic Albert movie and Whoa. Sonic it's Sonic the Hedgehog oh. so Sonic Sonic does not understand the real world he just starts running around, starts running around the house he's destroying everything and he doesn't he doesn't get that he can't go blue hedgehog speed here and eventually he without even really saying much just leaves he's jumping on the rooftops and chimneys are breaking Wait, he's hitting the lamppost full speed so he, he doesn't have super speed in this universe no it implies that he does he's going what? like super fast oh okay and so he's running across traffic he's causing car wrecks like he's genuinely just a menace oh like he Dennis goes and he tries menace. to impress a girl. It doesn't work. Oh, and this is a this is a quote. Sonic says, "Looks like the real world isn't ready for a blue hedgehog walking down the street." And so then after that, <laughs> this this legit just sounds like the Woody Woodpecker movie. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's it's so nineties. So he discovers that the longer he spends in the real world, the weaker he's becoming. So it almost implies that he's like starting to become a real hedgehog. Oh, it's like last action hero. Yeah, so he's getting weaker and weaker. And so he I guess his plan is that he's going to go back to Josh's house. He's going to say, "Josh, I I I need I need some energy and I don't know what to do." But meanwhile at Josh's house, his parents come back. And Josh is like, "I don't know what happened. I I think a burglar came in." And his parents are like, wow, that's weird that a burglar came in here. But I believe you, Josh, whatever you say. And so Josh goes to sleep. He goes to bed. And suddenly Sonic comes up to him in his bed. And he says, Josh, I need your help. I need my energy back. I'm like starting to lose everything. I'm becoming like a real hedgehog. <laughs> and so they figure out that they need the Chaos Emeralds. They need the Chaos Emeralds to make Sonic strong again. But... It, okay, I know, I know exactly what you're thinking. Where the fuck do they do? They just play the game and just get the chaos emeralds from there, or what do they do? So Josh and Sonic discover that they're going to team up, and that they also find out that the that the chaos emeralds are actually in the real world. So we don't know this. Obviously, we're regular humans. We don't know this, but the chaos emeralds they exist. I don't know how that happens, but the chaos emeralds they're here, and they're just in ordinary rocks, you know. And you got to break mm -hmm. open rocks. You got to find them, and so. Josh and Sonic are just breaking open rocks, trying to find the Chaos Emeralds. And so eventually they find one Chaos Emerald. And Sonic has it, and Josh is like, I want to try this, you know? I want, I want to touch this Chaos Emerald. 
And so he gives he gives Josh the one Chaos Emerald, and this gives Josh like mild superpowers. Like it's implied that Josh like has Sonic superpowers for a little bit. And he goes home in this time period and finishes his whole Sonic fan fiction thing in like 30 seconds. Because he's super fast now, I guess. He has Sonic powers. <laughs> this is this is hurtful. It really is. It's so 90s. And it seems fake, but it's not. Like the guy has come out and like given interviews for his screenwriting oh, for this. Oh no. And so he finishes his term paper. But then you start to realize that something's something's off in the real world. They start to realize that Dr. Robotnik has also come out of the game. He's come out of the game world and he's taken over an abandoned amusement park. And he use he wants to use the Chaos Emeralds, which I guess he know he knows exists in the real world. He <laughs> wants to use them to control the whole world, you know, Dr. Robotnik plans. So he re, he recruits uh recruits a group of school bullies to be his henchmen. Oh, come on. So I guess Dr. Robotnik gets like 12-year-olds, you know? Like cuz it's a total just kids movie. It's like a Disney Channel original movie. It's Max Keebler's big move. My my man, that was literally the most painful thing I had to sit through because I feel like the new Sonic movie is going to be just as bad as this. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, do you know there are listings for a plush baby Sonic? Oh, no. Like Sonic's going to have a, a – he's going to time travel. They're going to have a flashback. I think no. probably a flashback. There's a, leak, there's a leaked script that says that Sonic is raised by this owl as a baby – and then um, he goes and uh, grows up after the owl dies and is lonely now and he needs a friend. So the owl from the OVA. And I don't know if it's from the OVA. I highly doubt it. I think they're just going to make on. up a character. I mean, if you're going to write a movie script and you don't give a shit about Sonic the Hedgehog, what are you going to do? Play a bunch of games or watch a half an hour movie? Hell if I know. I mean... That's bold of you to assume they do either and not just look up something on YouTube, like Sonic Let's Play, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, they could have read the movie Bible or the series Bible that, um, you know, People, stated that it, Sonic was sunny and um, and the Chaos Emeralds are just like negative things incarnate. That's what people are assuming it is. Yeah. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not happy. Fuck Sonic. Say, this I, is I, when the third act starts. Oh no! There's a third. Oh god! Oh no! You guys next? only got through two acts. No, you guys, you're not gonna get out of this this easy. Oh please! We cut it short. No, you can't. Sorry, guys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute pun there, Izzy. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very so, proud of myself. So now we're going into the third act. This is when it gets wacky, because before this wasn't wacky. So Sonic and Josh realize that that Dr. Robotnik's coming up with some evil plan. And they say that this plan is very evil. Keep that in mind. It's, it's incredibly evil, whatever Robotnik's doing uh, at this amusement park. So Sonic and Josh go to Robotnik. They go to the amusement park, and they're like, all right, we're just going to kick the shit out of him, I guess. I guess that's their plan. And so they learn, bear with me here. I'm going to explain what the screenwriter wrote, that Robotnik's plan is to use the Chaos Emeralds to power up the XRI, the, the father's machine, to take the natural wonders of the world, like the Amazon rainforest and Mount Everest, all, all places like these. Um, and then he wants to recreate them in virtual reality. This is what Robotnik wants to do. And he wants mm -hmm. to charge big money for the world to see them. 
That's it. That's Robotnik's entire plan. So he creates the virtual boy. He wants to create a virtual like amusement park, which is honestly kind of wholesome. It's, and, I mean, it's, that checks it, out. He did do I Eggman mean, World or whatever. It was. I mean, he wants, to, we, he wants to make Eggman Land. Yeah. I mean, Basically, but, he wants to make like yeah, he wants to make like his own amusement park land. And so that's the evil plan that they need to stop. Yeah, but like in the games, it's like Eggman Land is like he wants to take over the whole planet and make the whole planet Eggman Land. That's interesting because it doesn't imply here that he wants to take over the planet. It says multiple times that he wants to use the Chaos Emerald to take over the planet. But it's mm -hmm. just saying that he wants to make an amusement park. He so legally wants to make an amusement park. The he's Fiend. Done, he, he's done it a lot of times in the games. Like there's Eggman Has Land and Unleashed. And then okay. in Sonic Colors, he builds like an interstellar amusement amusement park. Ooh. So he doesn't do the appropriate zoning laws. He's a monster. So, <laughs> so this is, this is also monsters. a quote. Sonic and Josh are dumbfounded. They must stop this evil plan. <laughs> so okay. eventually, eventually Robotnik, you know, comes after them. But Sonic, he's a great guy, you know. He saves Josh, but he's captured in the meantime. And so Sonic is captured and Josh realizes, oh God, I forgot about this part. Josh realizes that Robotnik is now sending out robot kids to take over the world while Sonic can't do anything. It's almost like Spy they, Kids. Spy yeah, Kids love when they make the kids. Yeah. We're it's the like, kids in America. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like dead on Spy Kids 1. And so he's sending out evil kids. And this is a quote. Clone kids who can do everything their parents ask eat peas, clean their room, do their homework, etc. So oh, I guess no. the kids so the kids are going to go out and just like take places of like the normal kids. Like what? <laughs> and that's part of his evil plan is that how he's going to take over the world he's going to send out Why? robo kids. Why? I don't know. Why I don't anything? Know. <laughs> Why is this the... Why was this thought to be a thing? I don't know. I guess why was why was Sonic uh, some sort of pilot? What? Keep, I don't know about that part. Keep in mind, Sega they think Sonic is stronger than Mario right now. That this script is this script is stronger. Oh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> Josh realizes that he needs Sonic back, and so their plan was that they were going to grab Sonic and kind of use him as bait, and they were going to go back into the game, and they were going to bring Robotnik back into the game. They were going to like lure him in. So that's what they do, and they get Robotnik and Sonic and Josh into the game world. So now, in the final ten minutes of this movie, it takes places in, like, Green Hills. Like, they're all in there, and they're all just, like, I guess, fighting in there. And so, there's a showdown between, like, Sonic and Josh and Robotnik. And eventually, Sonic and Josh, they beat down Robotnik in, like, the Green, green Hill Zone, you know? It's like full-on mm -hmm. 90s at this moment. Mm -hmm. And so they're about to leave, and they're like, all right, well, Sonic, you want to come back to the real world? And obviously Sonic is like, no, man, I got to stay back here in the Green Hill Zone. You know, I, do, I just don't get the real world. You know, I got to stay here. This is my home. And so it's a very, it's a very sad uh, scene between Josh and Sonic where Josh has to leave Sonic behind in Green Hill Zone, and Josh has to go back to his real world. And so Josh heads out of the Sega Genesis that he's been inside and uh, he leaves and he decides, you know what? I think I'm just going to play Sonic one more time for uh, for good old times, you know? He plugs it back in. He plays it. But Sonic isn't moving. 
And then he, he takes one close look at Sonic, and Sonic turns to the screen and winks. And thus was the end of Sonic the Hedgehog and the Wonders of the World. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Did you guys like it? <laughs> no. I, I'm honestly, I like, movie. I'm thoroughly exhausted. I know, right? It's, it's, it's tiring to hear it. Why? Honestly, I'm just sad that we talked about Sonic like every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic is worth it. I, I do want to point out that if you look for articles uh, from the screenwriter who went and did interviews for turning it in, um, he said that the he went and gave it to Sega and apparently Sega loved it. Like everyone loved it. Like It, it was like the greatest thing that they'd ever seen. And eventually... Just to make the long story short, he goes to like MGM to try and get the movie made. They <laughs> reject it. He goes to um, DreamWorks with Sega to try and get it made, and then they reject it, and they just it just dies in the water. Because by that point, it's just video game movies are kind of they're all falling apart, and so they just decided against it. So what you're saying is it's another casualty to the fact that the Mario movie sank. Basically. Damn it. And so that was the end. That's I like the yawn at the end. <laughs> it is really draining. And I'm upset that Sonic didn't get a uh, human girlfriend named Madonna. Mm. It is. It's like, it's amazing what made through Sega at that point, you know? Like what they looked at that, and went, yes. Well, it's, I mean, it's like. Not, it's not st- that amazing considering Sega literally lets anything with Sonic get made, like Archie Comics. Yeah, and Ca- Capcom was like, yeah, you can make this Street Fighter movie. Fuck it. We don't care. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, you want to make you want to license out our property and make a movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a Wait, disaster. Uh, someone's bringing up was DreamWorks in 92? I believe. Well, this was 95 at this point. Dreamworks okay. animation. Let me see. I think so because uh, they didn't. Even though Shrek was like their first 3D movie, they made a couple movies before then. Yeah. Right. Um, well, it wasn't. No, wait, no. Ants was. Ants was their first 3D movie. Okay, so yeah. it started. Yeah, it started in '94. Okay. So yeah, this looks like they went to DreamWorks as soon as they were starting. Dude, DreamWorks could have kicked it off with the Sonic movie. Oh. Well, they want dreams to work, not. <laughs> oh wait, and so is there like an evil version of DreamWorks called Nightmare Unemployed? <laughs> That's where this Sonic movie got made. Yeah. Oh yeah, DreamWorks. Let me see if I can find details for this movie, just so you can throw it in like the description or something, because it's just it's amazing that this even Night- happened. Nightmare Unemployed sounds really awesome. Whatever that means. It sounds like a band. Yeah, it's like what Freddie did after he he gave up on uh, killing kids. <laughs> oh, here's some news. Um, Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky in the new oh, Chucky yeah. reboot. In the new reboot? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be he cool. He hasn't done the voice yet, but I expect it to sound like at some point for it to sound similar to the Joker. Yeah. I don't doubt it. He can only do like two or three evil voices and that's it. Rude. Deep evil voice. Light evil voice or Joker. Man, that's a good evil uh-huh. voice, though. I mean, it is. Yeah. I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying you can only do like three. My favorite line of Mark Hamill's is in Rhapsody Street Kids where he's like, shut that door. 
Shut that door. Oh, yeah. If you're going to do part two of the Powerpuff Girls reboot. Oh, um, nah, who cares? Wait, they're, they're doing it again? No, Pan oh. did a part one and announced in the video he's going to do a part two and then never oh. touched it. I was like, who he gives said, a shit? He said he was going to do it after the series ended. It's it, it ended, but it's now like. It's over. Well, I don't care anymore. It's just like, who, I don't want to be one of those guys that's like, hey, let's make 500 videos on the same cartoon. I don't it care. It could be two. <laughs> who cares? It's power. It sucked. Just move on with your lives. You it's can at least cartoon. make a video about uh, Watch Bliss, a different was one. It? We did make a, me and yeah, no one did make a video. It was oh, did you? a mess. Okay. Yeah. You know? in, the, in the end, it ended us dying, I think. Didn't we crash like the, in yeah, the like Challenger? The, Oh yeah, it was just yeah. like it's a cartoon. Chill out, just shut up. Just well, the real reason is you don't want Nero's on your back, huh? No. Okay. Oh, he came back for Guru Larry, I think, or something. Leave Nero. Nero. A uh, Guru Larry's a good boy. I love him. Yeah. We've been talking yeah. more recently, and he's a very nice it's friend. Like people, you don't want a cartoon. Larry. Sometimes you just gotta say, "Hey, just watch something else." You know, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. You know, just move on with your lives. Make one video. Just go away. Just, just shut the fuck up already. You know, just okay. get on with your it. life. There's other cartoons in the world. Pan, you know, got it. There's like, how many episodes of My Hero Academia? Like, no one can keep up with that shit. We got like, it. Who the fuck watches this? Okay, Pan, <laughs> we got it. Yeah. You, you're saying the same shit over and over. Yeah. Losing all meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Someone, someone needs to put new batteries in. He's running low. So you guys want to get into questions? Sure. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot oh, we do I questions. Yeah. All right, questions. If anybody has a quick. question, be be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find. And our first question is from the YouTube. And Lorenzo List says, "Question: Do you think the public would accept anime more if the fan base wasn't so cringe?" I don't think the fan base has anything to do with the public perception of anime. To be honest, I'm pretty sure it's the content itself. Yeah, you know, but it's like adult. It's, it's got tits. It's like yeah. love, death, robots. It's got, it's adult, guys. It's adult. Yeah, I think it's almost because the word anime is so broad now, like it can fall under so many different things. I mean, you know, someone like you see a celebrity like maybe reference an anime, and everyone's like, "Whoa, they're into anime!" You say what? And it's like, I think it's just like you know, I think we're slowly just accepting like, yeah, everyone watches it, you know. Well, what is the perception of anime though? I don't know. It's a cartoon. I think we're getting more. Ex we're accepting nerd culture more now that superheroes and animations becoming more mainstream. You know. Sure, but I mean, like, there's an implication that the mainstream doesn't like anime. Is that like the thought? I don't know. I know the, like, the, the implication of the people. question seems to be people don't like anime because of the fans. Oh, yeah, the the cringe because you know people yeah. are like, I can't watch, um, fucking, uh, uh, uh hang on, I'm looking around my room. Uh, okay. Billy and Mandy, because the fan, the fan is like cringe. I can't watch this now. I don't which know. Is, which is really stupid, and I don't. Th it's I like, honestly bitch. think people. Oh, sorry. People, you, you I think people on. give too much credit to fan bases for people's perception because nobody yeah. outside of people who actively participate 
and fan bases give a fucking shit. Like shit. I mean, like if I was like, I don't know, Rebecca Sugar, I'd just like tell someone like, shit, bitch, what do you want me to do about it? I don't control these people. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, um, I think for a while there was a perception that like anime was hentai. Whoop whoop. Um, like I remember a couple of jokes like on the office and such that kind of like touched upon that, but yeah, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see a lot of people really talking crap about anime fans and on anyone that says, um, cringe unironically, that's like the biggest cringy thing I can think of. (laughs) Yeah. We got to go back to saying fail, like epic fail. Oh, just like regular fails. Like make some meta motivational posters with like fail. You failed. Well, it's like being a pizza cutter. It's like all uh, edge, no point. Oh, that was really it, like it just because you don't Damn. say anything when you say something like that. When you yeah. go, oh man, this person is really Look, cringy. We were all fourteen once. We thought we were geniuses for saying, you know, like fail or like pwned. You know, classic. Don't people still use the word pwned? Oh yeah, Lisa I Simpson used... said pwned. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lisa said pwned. It's it's mainstream now. Pwned. Snoob um, some pwns on Halo oh, Two. There's a quick some... question here I can actually answer. This is by Kun Stito. Mm-hmm. Um, he just asked if Miss Marvel uh, got her own show at one point, or if Captain Marvel got her own show at one point. Would it be a cartoon or live action? It would definitely be, absolutely be a cartoon. It would most definitely be cartoon. It'd be a cartoon that they would cancel in like a season, just like all the other superhero cartoons in the past decade. Except yeah, for Marvel... Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like... Spider-Man lasted fucking forever. I mean, I think maybe, I don't know, I guess when streaming takes over and people can handle like us uh, more serialized cartoons, you know, superhero cartoons will come back, hopefully, oh, maybe. Um, this isn't the same, but I recently watched Arrested Development. Yeah. They just released half of a season, and it's, I think, the series finale. And the one thing I do really hate about uh, binge culture is that almost every series no longer is interested in doing episodic. Where, like, uh, the first three seasons of Arrest Development had an overarching plot, and each Mm -hmm. episode, like, added to the plot. But each episode was a standalone episode. Yeah. Um, If you had watched the previous, and it made call forwards... It enhanced watching the episode, but you could start on any episode and it's its own story and you would feel satisfied. But in the Netflix series, because they were like, oh, everyone's going to binge watch it. It's one giant storyline throughout the whole thing. There's no individual episodic plot lines. And I miss that. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to that. Yeah, I'm sure, you know. I don't know. Not everyone's going to do serialized shows like that. So I'm sure, you know, it's kind of like when people say, I'm tired of cartoons having all these storylines. Well, there's some, there's cartoons that don't have storylines like We Bear Bears and other stuff like Big City Wee Bear Greens. Bears has a very gripping storyline about Charlie. No, not Charlie. Um, Panda coming to terms with his bisexuality. Oop. Yeah. Is that real? It's pretty heavily hinted that Panda is like... I don't know if you're being closeted. serious or lying. I think I think there's the implication that Panda is bi. I think I and I'm not usually the type to like make queer head cannons because I think they're stupid and a waste of time. But like, nah, Panda's Panda's gonna be bi. He, he Charlie definitely is gay for him for sure. 
Mm-hmm. I can prove yeah. that there's subtext. Gay for more men. Yeah. Hey, uh, oh, here's a question. It can't be real. You know in animation, only time they make gays is if they're red and blue. Oh, right, yeah, I guess. Oh, well, hey, here's... Steve, oh. Steven Universe is breaking down. <laughs> Let's be in binary. Uh, we Bear Bears is yeah. binary, so uh, of course. Look, they... it, would be a, it would be fitting for a show about bears. It's to be is about he, gay, is he, like male he, sexuality. Oh. You lesbians had your turn. Now it's mine, bitches. You hey. can have it. You're <laughs> you're right. I yeah, got a question. Gruage says, "Question: Now that Sony's saying that they're making a shitload of Spider-Man related shows, do you think they'll bring back Spectacular Spider-Man?" No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next question. Well, well, they brought back Scooby Doo and the Thirteen Ghosts like twenty years later, forty years. That's that's a know. completely different case though. Like oh, Spectacular yeah. Spider Man is like surrounded in fucking red tape. Yeah. yeah. It only got cancelled not because of the ratings and not because people didn't like it. It got cancelled because Disney bought out uh Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then Sony had the rights to the show, and Disney wasn't didn't give a shit. They were like, "Fuck mm-hmm. it, we'll just make our own." Yeah. Right, yeah. Disney, if they're gonna make a show, they want the full profit. They don't want to share it. And also, I believe the film uh, they negotiated heavily with the Spider-Man rights with Sony, and the deal was uh, Disney got everything else, while Sony got to keep the movie rights and po- profits exclusively, and all related merchandise mm-hmm. to the movies. I think. Hmm, yeah. I know Dis- someone Dis- said we need red shirt shaggy and I agree. That, yeah. That's a sin. What you what you we talking about? Blue shirt blue shirt part. Oh red shirt yeah. Shaggy and real shaggy. That's all I'm saying. Okay, you want to fight come short? Whoa. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, let's do this. Let's wrestle. Have you guys shared your thoughts on Timber and Stumbo yet? Has anyone seen it? No, I, I know Jim it, saw it. I have it. In it. And I don't give I a shit. Who cares about Dumbo? Like, I saw a TV commercial and it said, let's get ready to Dumbo. And I thought, wow, that sucks. No, it didn't. Yeah. Oh, that, they said that. It's awful. No. It was on Cartoon God. Network. Also, um, while we're on the subject of something <sighs> like this, um, We Rate Dogs is a really popular Twitter that did a pro- ad for Dumbo. Oh, And yeah. somebody brought up um, this dog that had a, I think it was of Indian origin name. I could be wrong. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, funny racist. But like, I just, just don't remember the uh, the language the dog's name was in. And so we, um, we rate dogs, renamed them to George because, and I quote, the ratings do better <laughs> with a white name. And I was like, ooh. What? This is fucking true. We Rate Dogs um, did a promotional time with Dumbo, and when somebody kind of looked into their uh, blog a bit, they what the fuck is We Rate Dogs? It's a a Twitter account. It's a Twitter that rates dogs. Like this is a good dog, ten out of ten. Like it's just what's their one out of ten dog? I want to see that. I have no idea. I think they've ever given one. It's just supposed to be a feel good uh, blog for dogs, but they literally say because all dogs are best boy. What about Hitler's dogs? Yeah. Um. But anyway, and you're canceled. Uh, just uh, go to your <laughs> Twitter. Ba- basically, basically the the gist of it is, wow, y'all fucking uh, whitewashed a dog. That's <laughs> so tragic. Damn. It's funny. I remember hearing about that like a couple months ago when that started making its round around. But I did not know the whole story. Yeah, that is the whole story. I recently just learned it and started making rounds again. So I don't know. The, wow. The whole How much do you think- history of it. 
how much do you think that Twitter account got paid to promote Dumbo? Like probably realistically, like, probably like five figures, I'd say. Oh my and god, maybe, maybe four. How, how many are following them? Oh, it's a know. lot. Let's yeah, not think about that, okay? No, I mean, like, there's there is a um, social media blue book website or something that you can like put in your social media and your and, and they can like it, it basically gives you a quote on like how much you should be asking for ads and such. Shit. So we rate dogs has eight million followers. Shit, uh, we can, bitch. We can put that through the blue book. Yeah, let's do, do that. All right. We're, okay, guys, this is this is a science experiment now. <laughs> We're a research podcast now. I don't care. I don't want to learn I, I, about I, other I'm people's over success. Here, like, uh, I, I think, can't I think Pan, it without Pan's signing act, up. Pan's acting like he's bored, but I think the secret no. the secret truth is that he's actually really going to be really jealous and upset. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, Pan about to get a Dumbo uh, sponsorship. I'm like, I don't want to know how much someone else is more successful than I am, you know? <laughs> I, I And honestly, I don't even feel like it's because you're, like, self-conscious. I think you just get mad. Yeah, I feel I think like you just, that, maybe. I think you just feel like, no, that should be me. That should be me. Yeah, that you should, should be uh, You should make a Twitter account where it's irate goth girls. Oh, snap, oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, boy. Oh, that's. I feel that's a terrible idea, but yes, we should do that. You should do that. I don't <laughs> want to get called out. A retrozide question. Have you ever got a bootleg toy as a gift? One time I got a really ugly bootleg bionicle called Brick Soldier. I oh, did. Sweet. I got when I was uh for Christmas this year, uh, my roommate's mom got me like an assortment of things, and one of them was boot like Captain Underpants uh keychains, and one of them <laughs> had whitewashed George. Oh I had like a crappy little uh it was like a it wasn't Lego, it was mega blocks. It was some sort of mech, and I was sad that the blocks couldn't fit on the Legos, like they weren't compatible. I um I've never gotten a gift of a bootleg toy, but I bought myself a bootleg toy on purpose mm-hmm. a couple of times because uh, I think they're <laughs> I, I love the imperfections. Um, I have like a Bowser shrine <laughs> where it, I just have like twenty or twenty five somewhere between that of like Bowser toys, and um, I love the ones that are really ugly. And uh, <laughs> one of them's got like a pug face where like his snout is just, like pushed right into his like face. Uh, it's my little I, ugly boy. Oh, I was trying to look up a brick soldier, and I find I found this, and I'm just gonna put this image in the podcast of just this what? Lego <laughs> Lego man with a gun and oh. a dog, like a cybernetic mechanical <laughs> Lego man. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the worst uh, bionicle I've ever seen. <laughs> By worst, you mean the best? Oh man! Yes. I'll, I'll, uh, I posted in the chat. Oh yeah, Rebel Taxi Live. That's me. Yeah, we should. We should. We need to figure out our new gimmick for Rebel Taxi Live since we can't rely on it being the hundredth episode anymore. Eh, the I'm first time gonna... we met up. Yeah. Who knows? We got, we'll, we'll do a face reveal. We can do a a, a matrix or... reveal. Link is censored. Oh man. Oh well. I'll, like... You'll all see it in the pot in the video. You could legitimately right. just like we can keep marking everything as a face reveal because every time Pan shows his face, people are like, oh, my God, face reveal. <laughs> also, I don't know if it counts as a bootleg, but it's a third party toy. I have a Mario and Luigi Transformer. 
Ooh, what? They, they, cool. Yeah, they turn into trucks. I will. They're based off of an animated toy line. Um, they're decently expensive, I guess, on eBay. But I got I got them, and I love. They're posed like the a Mario movie with they're holding the the uh, yay the, uh, plunger and the wrench up, and they're standing next to each other like the movie poster. Yay! I know. I used to get. Uh, we had a ninety nine cent store near my house when i was a kid and it was a very small one like a like just a not very good 99 cent store and it was like one guy that worked there and me and my brother would always go in and we'd buy pokemon cards there and every single time we'd buy them they were boot like pokemon cards like it would be like an eevee and it'd be like princess fairy cat on top or something and me and my brother didn't really like get it because we were really young and so we'd be like oh wow princess fairy cat and so we probably bought like 20 bucks worth of bootleg pokemon cards from there i think i still have them Oh, man. Remember those like uh, vending machine things like you would put quarters in and slide it in and then you'd get like a bootleg rare Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there were actually stickers and that you realize, no, these aren't you can't play with these. This is not tournament ready. Just 99 cents shitty stickers. <laughs> yeah. I love it's like, it. Thanks for nothing. I, I thought I had like Obelisk, the Tormentor, the, the, the God, the Egyptian God. And it was like, no, it ain't it ain't shit, fam. There, I posted in the chat uh, pictures of the toy. Yeah. Good. They're called oh, Buster, Bluster and Trench. Yeah, that's a Mario and Luigi Mario. Hey, rem- remember those racist robots from Transformers 2? Classic. Wasn't one of them voiced by SpongeBob? Yeah, they were both yeah. voiced by SpongeBob, and he was No, no, like... no. No, one was voiced by Tom Kenny, and the other one was voiced by the black guy from Mike and Molly. I don't know who that is, but yeah. It was a fat people show. It, oh. Where it's just like, I eat a lot. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> like, well, the robots were like, oh, I can't read. LOL. Gangsta shit. Whoop. You mean like Concrete, the crystal gem from Steven Pretty Universe? Pretty much. That, concrete was the, was the, this is like the original Concrete controversy, except it actually made it through. Wow. Steven Universe shit, uh, not bold enough, then Transformers. How sad. Yeah. Did you know that Rebecca Sugar is a Nazi, according to Lily Orchard? Oh, I mean, yeah, everybody thinks everybody is a Nazi, according to Lily Orchard. Also, N- Lily yeah. Orchard is an insane person. So, oh, you know, look, she's I... mad. Look, look, I don't know. They're mad about cartoons. They're they're they don't have they're much not just to live ma- for. They're not just mad about cartoons. They're mad to the point where they start coming up with like insane conspiracy theories they're, about the people have... who make them. Look, we got to nurse their problems. You know, we got to say, hey chill out it's cartoon Girl. i do want to say is that Just Lily chill. Orchard made that steven universe video and like there was a lot of responses to it and almost everyone i saw respected her pronouns and i thought that was really cool that's all i'm gonna say that's nice that. yeah yeah it's and like that's, that's the what's one what's her pronouns I, wait which she, what are her pronouns she her she her it's honest, okay it's it like excuse me it's like oh, i respect your pronouns but you're still a fucking dumbass i'm sorry <laughs> it's true it's it's honestly very nice it's a nice change of pace and it's very impressive that yeah in spite of how much of a fucking uh embarrassing cringy little shit lily is people are still like you're still yeah. you're still valid but Lady. fuck you it's like yeah. kind of wholesome you, kill, please it's a cartoon just well, because usually out. when you disagree with people, the, the first thing you do is insult them. And that's such an easy target. And, you know? But no, but, no, but I, everybody else is just like, there's just so much wrong with her other than oh. like, other things. You know, I was, I that was came on out t- wrong, but you know what I mean. 
I decided to check out what Tumblr was up to after like the whole, you know, purging and stuff. And I, I don't oh, know, yeah. someone was like talking about how Steven Universe was racist or something. And I was just like, what? I just wanted to reply and just say, what the fuck are you people <laughs> talking about? What Shut happened the to Tumblr? fuck up. People from I mean, Tumblr are start like are the, the re- people who are like are part of call out culture are starting to move to Twitter. And it's like, oh, no, go you away. You guys are fucked i Just thought it started on twitter fuck up i'm gonna kick your no i'm not gonna kick your ass and i'd be legally responsible shit well apparently tumblr like lost like 40 percent of its user base after the porn purging yeah Damn. rip in peace yeah i actually sold my uh, tumblr to this guy who's obsessed with uh kakuto chojin back alley brutal on original xbox the fighting game yeah it got bit yeah i sold it for like um it was how much i sold it for 300 new bit which is a cryptocurrency so i hope he enjoys my tumblr account did you really yeah, it's 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 all, it belongs to that guy, and he's just gonna blog about Kakuto Chojin Back Alley Brutal on Wait, original which, Xbox. Which Tumblr is this? Pan Pizza, the 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 main one. I don't know. He's just like, man, wasn't this a great fighting game? And it's the the only claim to fame this fighting game has is that it's uh, it's it was banned for containing the uh, prayers from the Islamic chant, and uh, it was it's the same thing that. Got in the way of Little Big Planet, Ocarina of Time, Cruisin', Exotica. Oh wow, yeah, games. this is this is crazy. You're, you're, yeah, your Tumblr is just completely all about that now. It's weird. Yeah, so sad. Yeah. Why? What? That's well. I mean, to be fair, I would jump. Kakuto. I jumped Chochin. off of Tumblr too because mine's not safe for work because I'm transgender. Oh, it's oh. Kachudo Chojin, Back Alley Brutal. It's the best fighting game since Arms. Listen, uh, lesbian and gay people. LGBTQ people are just filthy and disgusting, oh. and they need to be purged from the oh, man. from the internet. I'm saving that sound bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go so ahead if you do just... what you want with it, <laughs> why not? Yeah, so check out my pan pizza Tumblr. It's just Kakuto Chojin. I think oh, I that's all said, it is. Like... It's not your pan pizza pot, or your. It's no longer your Tumblr. Nah, yeah. it ain't. Chuchucho Chojin, back alley brutal. Mm-hmm. That is such a weird scenario. Someone's like, "Hmm, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy this uh, YouTuber's Tumblr. I'm gonna change it to something else. I know it has like install base. Like it has a fan base, and most people don't unfollow. Yeah, but, but the retention just, is weird. like, like the the audience retention is like garbage. He's, he's just trying to find other fans of this one Xbox game, you know? It, it was banned. It was in stores for, like, a week and gone, you know? It's not rare. I mean, you can buy it for five bucks, so it has no value at all. You should uh, convince the guy to, like, you should you should censor the, the, the game of the game on this so that you're not just adding to it. And then yeah. go and be like, hey, if you're interested, you can pay me to make a video about it. Yeah, pay me to make a Chuchucho Chojin Bekeli Brutal. Stop saying the name. You're supposed <laughs> it's to a fu- It's a funny name, name to say. Kakuto Chojin Bekeli Brutal. It's it's the best name for a video game since uh, Bad Boys 2 Miami Takedown. Kakuto, <laughs> Kakuto Chojin Bekeli Slam. Yeah, Bekeli Slam Jam. So what's your thoughts on Steven Universe being the first animation in history to win a GLAAD award? What, what are they glad about? A GLaDOS? No, I, I think it's like gay this lesbian. A, I, I guess you could say, something. I guess you could say, this is a triumph. 
I'm making a note here. Huge right. success. I'm, a, I'm actually, I just stopped recording. <laughs> no. That's the ending. That's the ending. It's still alive. You're still alive I think, in music. I mean, like, good for, good for Steven Universe for being uh, LGBT. I ain't getting that award. What do I care? Oh, well, maybe right. you should start being more... Well, who cares? Why do people watch award shows? It's just like, oh, look at them. They get an award and I don't. You're such a piss, babe. <laughs> You're yeah. so, you have you have real jealousy have, issues. It's like, who cares about award shows? Everyone's like mad and it's like, who cares? It's a fucking piece of gold. You know, it's not even it's probably like gold plated. It's it's about as valuable as that gold plated magic card Pokeball from that one episode of Pokemon. You know, the one that James sold like bought for like hundred dollars or something and, and everyone was pissed at him and he was like and they sunk at the bottom of the ocean and then they were like, We can swim out with our magic carp and it turns out magic carp can't learn swim. Okay. Can you like pull the stick out of your ass? <laughs> yeah. They drowned in that episode. Is is Nesca's finger still in it? Uh Okay, that's enough yeah. podcast for today. Chochucho <laughs> Chojin, back alley brutal. Stay tuned for the Rebel Taxi Awards show after this. Yeah. He gives himself all the awards. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be like, who's the best girl that's been on the podcast? I get really excited. It's Pan Pizza. No, it's Emily. No. Like, Emily gets what, that like award. when Uncle Grandpa did that award show episode and he just kept winning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember I read the comments to that and people so – I remember reading one comment saying, this is a mean-spirited short that benefits nobody. It's like, chill. It's a cartoon. Okay, <laughs> homework for people listening to the podcast who have too much time on their hands. Take that clip, edit it, and then make it – put Pan's face on um, Uncle Grandpa and then yeah. put our faces as the other, like, cartoon characters. <laughs> oh. yeah. Izzy, Izzy, do you remember when uh, you edited that uh, Mean Girls clip with me and Jim? And I do. And you somehow forgot yourself. Did I? <laughs> Like, well, like legit, you made a post afterwards saying, oh, yeah, I I forgot to put myself in this. <laughs> oh, wow. It was really fun, though. I need to find that again. I think it's still on my computer somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Did Uncle Grandpa do anything wrong? Um, I remember one time he said, like, uh, that um, minorities don't deserve rights. Oh. I, I thought that was very edgy, and I don't know why they put that in there. I know they ended the show with like him dying. Or remember like, my Nora team? Wait, they did. Yeah, like they were about to get eaten by a creature. They're like, "How are we going to survive this?" And that's how the show ends. That that's how my life as a teenage robot ended. The mom just got eaten by a tiger, and that was the final episode. Wait, what? Yeah, like that's literally the final clip of the final uh, the final episode for a teenage robot, where the mom just gets cartoonishly swallowed by a tiger, and they don't get her out, and that's how it ends. Let me find this on YouTube. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but that's the final episode. What the hell? Yeah. This is insanity. Yeah. You know what the definition of insanity is? No. Uh, and I haven't yeah. played Far Cry 3 either. So. Me neither. So Can I can't keep repeating that. the same thing over and over again, expecting new results. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's, wow. That's me. Yeah. We're an educational podcast. If, yeah. if you repeat the same thing over and over, it's a glitch in the Matrix. Oh, right, of course. Hey, Buck yes, because I'm, I'm Leo. Okay, good job. I'm Chicken Diddy, 
What's it? No, you're chickadee. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Mufius. Mufius. I'm Agent Smith. I don't change my name. Yeah, remember, p- be sure to visit uh, thematrix.com and find alternatives to uh, no, factory it's the farming. Matrix. You said the yeah, matrix. The matrix, yeah. yes. But you gotta put the in the yeah, website the URL. Someone yeah. apparently owns matrix.com, and you probably shouldn't click on that, so don't go there. All right. Do yeah. it. Yeah, we're just like. Today? Yeah, I yeah. guess we're done. So, so you know, y'all have a, y'all have a great day. Take goodbye, care, kid. every pony. Don't, don't uh, use farm factories. I guess. Yeah, stay away from factory farmers. <laughs> I see you. You're you valid for trans fans. Yeah, trans fans are valid on this day of visibility. Yeah, just watch the Matrix. That's a trans film. Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. this is a lame podcast episode. Yeah. Is it all it's... of them? Yeah, people will say like the podcast has gotten worse, and it's like, buddy, this was it, always awful. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. I really, honest to God, don't know what people expect anymore. So I mean, shit. Yeah. What do you want from us? There's nothing. This is here, here, this is here, an unscripted it's your bullshit. Between pan pizza videos, like, yeah. what do you expect? I mean, I, I'm just amazed people at Momocon care. It's like, what the fuck? People showed up to this shit. Are you I kidding? Know, a whole entire room. What yeah. the. And yet, and yet, somehow, we still get comments like this on the daily. It's great. All right, we're, no le- we're leaving for realsies now. Bye, kids. Yeah, bye. 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 bye.